Okay, well, hello everybody, welcome in. We are here today talking about fantasy football. And we are just so happy that you guys could be here today. Football. That's a fantasy. Can you imagine that? A true football fantasy. Fantasy football. What a joy it is to be speaking with you today, TJ. Likewise, JR, it's an absolute pleasure. Justin, make that the intro. Alright, hello everybody. Welcome in to the Let's Talk Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I am here, I am TJ, and I'm here with JR. JR, 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 everybody, JR, everybody loves JR, JR, it's the JR, let. Hey, thanks, thanks for that sweet intro. Producer Justin, he's been throwing in some sound bites here and there, so love that JR intro. That's some high-quality production right there. It's great to be here with our producer Justin our co-producer Anna, and then uh, in partnership with Kason Productions, which is led by our dear friend Kyle Sundell. Uh, happy to be here. And boy, another crazy week of fantasy football. Only week two, but twice the excitement, I'd say, is week one. Not in our league, really. Uh, not a lot of bumbling matchups, but boy, was there a lot of action. Boy, is there a lot to discuss. There's a lot to discuss, man. We've got the injury bug already wreaking havoc all over the league. Um, you hate to see it, but it is a part of the game. So you just got to deal with it, and we got to talk about it. Um, so, Jack, without further ado, should we let's talk? I think you phrased that exactly well. I think... I, uh, I think we should let's talk, and <laughs> I think we should begin let's talking right now. Oh, very well. Very, very, very well. Okay, um, well, let's get right down to it. I mean, this, this Monday night game was a terrible game, and uh, Snooze. it's about over. I think uh, all of the matchups are decided. Nothing's going to change here in the last minute and 16 seconds. Um so yeah, um, we might as well get right into it here. Oh boy, how do you want to do this? You want to you want to you want to kick it off, dude? Should I kick it off? Let's kick it off. Let's kick back, relax, and strap it down. Let's just uh... let's, let's come up with our own taglines. Let's not just <laughs> use all of of uh, Ken the Hawk Harrelson slogans. Okay, uh, what's the first matchup, TJ? I'll match. dive in. You know what, Jack. <laughs> Why don't you decide for yourself for once, okay? I'm done <laughs> leading things to putting the show on my okay. back. Okay. I absolutely hey, I will gladly I'm take the main up. I will gladly take the main host chair and lead with pure chaos. No, it's okay. It's alright. Um No, let's let's do it how we usually do. I know we're only two weeks two weeks through, but we'll start off with the um first place. You know? First place, talk about their matchup. And, first place, uh, for, a fall first from pl- grace. First place is a fall from grace. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, oh, and I didn't realize he changed his name. We are talking about Titanic Tierney and his football team is in first place after the first two weeks, according to Yahoo's stat tracker. Uh, so, Titanic Tierney takes on Terminator and Death by Me. Some nice alliteration there. Jack, this one wasn't a contest. Wasn't a contest in the slightest. Dan takes down Dad 14,312 to 10,814. Um, even with uh, Njoku goosing for Dan tonight. And uh, I know what we're all thinking. Why did Dan win by so much? Well, Jack, I think well, it was because here's, of... <laughs> no, here's here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about this. And honestly... You know, I'll be transparent. Uh, Tommy does a lot more research than I do, so I didn't get to tune into every game this weekend. But I'll tell you one thing: <laughs> Dan's team—I mean, fourteen thousand points. You know who was at the charge? His veteran quarterback, Drew Brees. I mean, New Orleans in that offense. Drew Brees just 
delivers time and time again. And for for Drew to get this total, I mean Drew, whoa, wow, whoa. that is offensive. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, oh, Jet, dude, you 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 really didn't do yourselves any favors. The guy you were talking about, his name is literally Drew. You could have played that off so much better. Oh, I'm. <sighs> That's why I had Drew in my mind. Usually I say Drew when I'm talking about most other males just because I have Drew Gallagher on my mind. I say Drew's name often at work to my coworkers. They ask me, what are you doing today, Drew? I respond, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean eating dinner with my fiance. But anyways, um, yes, <laughs> Drew Brees. Uh, okay, well, for, joke's over. For, okay, you. Drew Brees did terrible. Okay, the bit's over. <laughs> I was pretending to not know, but Drew Brees had 52 points, and Dan still pulled off over 14 grand. That's so much the rest of his team delivered. Drew Brees will be out for two to six weeks with a thumb injury. Terrible news for Dan, but you see the the other positions he has. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Dan, this is one of the weirdest 14,000-point weeks I've ever seen <laughs> in our league's history. Dan got five grand from New England. <laughs> New England's defense. The New England put a beat down on Miami, won forty three to zero, and that won Dan the week. I mean, that was the difference. Was he and Dad, that he and Dad it. had the same teams, except Dan, Dan had New England's defense. So it is yeah. what it is. I don't know if you want to give analysis beyond that, but that's really as far as you need to look. Um, yes, thank you for asking, Drew. Um, I, I mean, Jack. Um, no, you're, I mean, whew, man, you got me going there. New England gets seven sacks, four interceptions, two touchdowns, and gives up zero points against the Dolphins. And that is why Dan won. Um, honestly, so no, on, outside of that, considering the Drew Brees injury, a very underwhelming performance by his team. Wide receivers did uh, did well for him again, all over 1,000, Thielen, Boyd, and more. Um David Johnson, that's an injury to uh, keep an eye out for. He left the game. Um, so a, a, a costly victory for Dan, for Dan this week. Although, you know, we're I'm not too concerned about him missing Drew Brees for six weeks. He's smart enough to play stream, run, stream uh, a quarterback if he needs to, or there's some pretty good ones available right now uh, as it is. So not too concerned about the Drew Brees injury for Dan. Um, the David Johnson one's a little more, uh, concerning to me. Hopefully he'll be all right for next week. Um, dad's side of things, not a good week from dad's team. Kittle has not performed up to what he drafted him for. Um, and Robert Woods, uh, either, honestly, Robert Woods, another, uh, or a bad week from him. Um, just a lot of mundaneness from dad's team. And uh, that's why you only end up with ten thousand eight hundred. But um, oh, and Damian Williams went down with an injury too, so that's something to look out for. There were a lot of injuries this week, a lot of injuries this week, and we will talk about the implications of Drew Brees' injury with other um, with with uh, his. Sorry, Louis dinging in there distracted me. Hi, Louis. Um, yeah, so. Drew Brees being injured is going to affect the other players on the Saints as far as fantasy options go. So that's something we'll talk about when we get to those players. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of blabbing here. Boring matchup. Boring week for both teams. And uh, yeah. Wow. This is a terrible, terrible job. All right, okay? moving on. All right, moving on. <laughs> Are you okay? You didn't do that bad. I mean, the last 30 seconds was rough, but I think you just got thrown off by Louie joining. Uh, you were super solid up to that point. I think Louie joining the our live listen startled you a bit, and you got off, off track. But you hit the high parts. A few things I wanted to mention just on both their benches. Um, on Dad's bench, he's got Dak Prescott, who's has another beastly week. So, I don't know. Dad's Dad's got both Wentz and Prescott. I'm not a believer in having two quarterbacks. I think he should go with one of those guys. And if I'm choosing, I'm going Prescott. Moncrief, another goose egg. He can drop him at, the, at this point, uh, especially with Big Ben being out for the season. Moncrief is going to be a non-factor for fantasy. And then over on Dan's bench, he's got Jalen Samuels, who could potentially rise in value if James Conner, the injury that he's dealing with, because uh, everyone got injured this week, um, you know, we'll see what James Conner 
James Conner's injury is. But even with Big Ben going down, you think the Steelers will be running more. Maybe James Conner will get beat up or they'll go to a two running more of a two running back system. Who knows? Um, but just a few interesting things to point out on their benches. Blah week, but two pretty solid teams. We'll see how they do moving forward. Moving forward, forward, forward. Today's segment of moving forward. <laughs> uh, cool. Great. Sponsored Imagine. by Jordan All Cookhouse. Moving food forward, forward, forward. It's uh, Jordan Rawl cookhouse what did i say (laughs) i don't i don't know but it wasn't even close to the correct um okay jack second matchup we're going to talk about tonight is marshawn lunch versus dwell football another snoring matchup if you will um louis takes down anna 14,128 to anna's 9,266 a major fall from grace for anna um Put up the best week last week, and now this week has oh yeah, nice from first from first to worst for Anna. Best point total last week, worst point total this week. So congrats on that feat. Um, you get a medal of honor from yours truly. And yeah, Jack, does anything Anna have anything to cons- be concerned about? Like she was so good in week one. I think it's just a down week for her team. What do you see? That concerns I mean, you because it was a bad week from Watson and Hopkins, and yeah, that's really that's, that's it. really it. That's it. That's it. You just said it right there. That's my whole analysis. I mean, what we we we'll say it all season, week after week. How we review Anna's team will pretty much be based on the performance of Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Good weeks, her team will win. Bad weeks, her team will lose. And this was the Jaguars, one of the best defenses in the league. So I don't think Anna's got anything to be worried about. I think she's got a solid team. I think. On weeks like this, where they only combine for less than 2,000, she's going to lose. But that's not going to be many weeks, in my opinion. So I think she'll be fine. No, you can very realistically say that this will be their worst week of the year for combined points. But uh, unless something crazy happens and you know one of them, God forbid, goes down with an injury or something. But... Yeah, you're not going to see them get less than 2,000 many weeks. You are right about that. Um, Deshaun Watson goes down early with an injury. Uh, she's already got Tevin Deshaun Coleman. Deshaun Jackson. Out with yeah, Deshaun Jackson. Sorry. Thank you so much. Uh, she's already got Tevin Coleman with an injury, so her injuries are piling up a little bit. Um, oh, now that I see their teams, Louie and Anna made a trade uh, middle of this week. Louie traded Latavius Murray away for Jimmy Graham. And when I trades with TJ, today's edition of trades with TJ, TJ, what's up with the trades? Well, as you may have heard, uh, Anna and Louie made a trade. Sorry, it's a new say it's a new segment, but the producer Justin's working on the sound bites. Justin, we'll get, we'll get better timing on those, right? All right. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Um, no, it was a, when I saw the trade, I was like, okay, I mean, I'll allow the trade. I don't really see the, the point of it for either of you, but uh, you can go ahead and make it. Uh, Jimmy Graham goose eggs, and Latavius Murray gets 280. And Latavius Murray, now with Drew Brees out, I'm sure you would agree with me. If there may have been a, some matchups you would want to play Latavius Murray in this season if Drew Brees was quarterback, are you going anywhere near Latavius Murray with Teddy Bridgewater running things in New Orleans. I'm not touching Latavius Murray with a 10-foot pole all okay. season long. Good. I yep. mean, and I then, guess, you know, if Kamara goes down with a season-ending injury, then it's a different that, conversation. That is but. correct. That's the only... That, to me, is the only time Latavius Murray... He's a handcuff. He has zero value as long as Kamara's in. Cool. Glad we agree. And then Graham, uh, goose, goosing, like I said, after his good performance last week. Louis is... Uh, on the hunt for some tight ends because he and I made a trade today for I traded him TJ Hawkinson and he gave me Tom Brady. Um, so Louis is in search for a tight end. He got a goose from OJ Howard. He's got Howard. three tight ends on his <laughs> roster right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, waivers haven't gone through yet. Um, so you know, he hasn't. It's not like he can drop any of them right now. Even if he wanted to, you can't do that until uh, Tuesday morning. So. 
But yeah, he's in search for a tight end because his team, outside of his tight end position, looks pretty darn good. Uh, I wanted to have an overreaction Monday and say that I was ready to give Louis the championship. Do you think that's premature? Yes, of course that's premature. That is so absurd. Louis is not super strong at the wide receiver. Position. No, he's not. He's not. And I'm obviously being a little bit facetious, but... Um... <laughs> Extremely <laughs> facetious of you. But no, Lamar I mean, Jackson yeah, Lamar Jackson's a stud. Jack, talk to me about his running backs because I am so excited about Louis's running backs. His running backs are absurd. I mean, Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott is a ridiculous duo. Those are two stud starting running backs. And the fact that he can consistently start in his flex, Aaron Jones, uh, is is pretty scary. Now, I'm not super bought into Aaron Jones. I mean, you saw even in week one, he only came out and got 440. Oh, stop. Okay. Well, you're going to bring up stats against the Bears because everyone is going to have a bad game <laughs> against the Bears as a running back. You get out of here with that. <laughs> I'm not sold. It's still the Packers, and I never yeah. trust a Packers running back. That's still no. my motto. Now, Mark Mark McCrathery is out of town, but <laughs> but I really don't think I really don't think I don't know. Aaron Jones, I'm not bought in yet. We'll see. Maybe in a few weeks. Either way, he's a scary flex. I mean, if, of course, I would want to start Aaron Jones in my flex. I'm just saying he's not quite in my eyes on the tier of you know a Dalvin Cook or even close to a Zeke yet. But maybe you agree with that. No, of course not. Of course not. He's definitely a, a, a clear tier or two below the two of those guys. But no, I like, um, I think his game is very encouraging. He was involved in the passing game. Um, he got a ton of carries. Uh, all three of his running backs got more than 20 carries. And uh, I think it's just good to see that he, I, th- I think he'll be separating himself from Jamal Williams in that backfield and he'll become, he'll become the, the lead dude. I like Lockett a lot, but outside of that, I really don't like his wide receivers. Josh Gordon, as long as Antonio Brown is in town, which is TBD, Josh Gordon's value plummets. And DK Metcalf, I'm just not sold. I mean, he's been decent so far, and he's a good athletic body. He's a rookie. You know, people are excited about him, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not sold on him. I guess as a wide receiver three, he's not bad, but... Uh, well, well, here's here's the real issue, um, is that I like I do like Tyler Lockett a lot, and I think D, DK Metcalf could actually be a pretty a decent option, um, but I'm not sure I want two of my three wide receivers to be Seattle wide receivers. Um, now, if Russell uh, Wilson keeps throwing the way he did against the Steelers, because I think he threw the ball like 35 times, well then maybe they can coexist, and Louis can count on them to be dependable every single week but Seattle's gonna run the ball and they're gonna run first and so long term do I think Lockett and Metcalf can coexist on Louis's team and produce results week in and week out I do not um and then you're absolutely right Josh Gordon uh his value with Antonio Brown on the field takes a dramatic plummet so um it remains to be seen if he can be a, a decent starter most weeks, even with Antonio Brown on the field, because uh, week one was not a good uh, trial run, but they were playing the Dolphins, and they did not need really anyone. I mean, Edelman didn't have a particularly good week. Um, no one really went off. It, it, they scored two defensive touchdowns, so the offensive touchdowns weren't really there for uh, the Patriots. Oh, and Tom Brady rushed one in, so that, you know, that takes away from everyone else, but... Yeah, so the wide receiver is definitely the weak spot for Louis, and then he needs to find a tight end. But for the time being, it seems like Lamar Jackson and his running backs are going to easily carry him to many victories. All right, on to the next matchup. On to the next, on, on to the next. And Jack, wouldn't you know, in third place with a 2-0 and record is none other than Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson <clears throat> scores 13,080 to take town, blah, 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 with only 10,880 points. So Drew easily, easily handles Brian this week. Uh, Brian with a down Against week. Against all odds. Jack, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about Drew's team, Jack. 
It's looking really good. <laughs> Calvin Ridley I, looks amazing. I might have to tilt on Ridley. I was pretty harsh on Drew drafting him, but I might have to. I mean, he, he has looked good. I still disagree with absolutely how early Drew mapped, so, Drew mafted Drat Ryan. <laughs> um, <laughs> he shouldn't have mafted Drat so quickly. Uh, no, I mean, I think it was way too early, but... I mean, sorry, I'm getting distracted by Louis' messages. Louis, your Golden Tate, I don't give a shit about Golden Tate, dude. Are you kidding me? I don't care about Golden Tate coming back. And then AJ Green, oh, wow, that's a big name. Washed up, dude. AJ Green is washed up. Bengals, one of the worst offenses in the league. You're trash, dude. Wide receivers are trash. Your team's trash. You're going down. Oh, yeah, I did. I did mean to mention Louis is in desperate need of AJ Green and and Golden Tate to work out. Uh, otherwise, he's, you know, we also should have mentioned McCole Hardman, which was a, a good pickup by him, and and he had a great week. So, um, Louis is, you know, he's gonna be fine because, to me, the way I view it is, running backs are more important than wide receivers, right? Just in, in general, I think, and. Barring injuries, Louis is absolutely set at both running backs and flex, which means he has about 10 weeks to figure out his wide receiving core. And I, if I was a betting man, I would bet on Louis having a pretty decent wide receiving core, um, if not a, a good wide receiving core, come playoff time. So um, there's just so many right. guys, so many guys Boo. pop up. Boo-hoo, wah okay, enough about the praising Louie, okay? There's no there's no praising Louie with Tommy segment on this show, okay, for a reason. That's because the listeners don't want it. Introducing Tommy Praises Louie, a new segment. No, no, <laughs> no. Well, there's a soundbite, so go ahead. <laughs> no, but Jack, the, the Matt Ryan-Calvin Ridley combo through two weeks has been exactly what excuse me, Drew had hoped it would be. And honestly, the only downside, the only negative thing I see about Drew's team right now, because there's really only positives to talk about, is Michael Thomas. Um, Michael Thomas still puts up a good week with 1390. Um, got 10 catches for 89 yards. But, I mean, how much... It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of how much does this affect Michael Thomas not having Drew Brees. Like, like does it take him from... A wide receiver one to a wide receiver two. What are we talking here? I think it just makes him more volatile. I mean, I think you'll have to see what it looks like with someone besides Drew Brees on the field. And definitely, I mean, it lowers his ceiling. But I think regardless of who's at the quarterback position, I think Michael Thomas has a pretty high floor. Uh, I think he's going to be a consistent wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I think to your point... It takes him from a top tier wide receiver one to maybe a you know bottom tier wide receiver one to bottom tier wide receiver two. Like he, I don't think he'll have many weeks outside of the wide receiver three range though. So I think he's still going to be a dynamite option all season. Cool. Uh, and then Derrick Henry looked good again. Matt Breida, um, that they, the the 49ers just ran all over the Bengals. So Breida was great. So was Raheem Mostart, and so was Jeff Wilson. So, um, But yeah, running backs are looking good for Drew all of a sudden. Travis Kelsey still a beast with 2,020 points. Got seven catches, 107 yards, and a touchdown. So he's set at the tight end. He seems to be set at wide receiver one and two with Thomas and Ridley. Matt Ryan's going to be great most weeks. Uh, Will Fuller only 600 uh, but that was a low-scoring affair. As long as Will Fuller's healthy, I love him as Drew's wide receiver three. Um, but that's a big if, obviously. And then, yeah, I, like I like his team right now. And I think, I mean, you certainly were <clears throat> way too harsh with his draft, considering the the first two weeks' results. Now, obviously, anything can change, right? And maybe Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley end up sucking the last ten weeks of the season, but. It's looking really good, and it's looking like his draft uh, is 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 working exactly how he wanted it to. Um, so good for him. 
and uh, it's nice to see him off to a hot start. Uh, what about Brian's team? Are there concerns with Brian's team? Um, with Tyreek Hill out, he's very thin at the wide receiver position, and now James Conner was injured as well. Um, so injuries starting to pile up for a lot of people. It was a brutal uh, week, man. It just yeah. reminds you. Weeks like this just remind you of how violent of a game football is. Just so many superstars going down for injuries that could keep them out one week, two week, the rest of the season. I mean, it's it's crazy. One, one week, week, two week, two week three week, week, three week, four, four week, week. <laughs> five, five week, five week. Uh, I mean, how many week are we talking? <laughs> crazy amount of week. Uh, but no, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, it's bad. James Conner, the, uh, latest on him. I don't know if you have any breaking news. Justin can throw in a, a, a soundbite here, but he, <laughs> he says he's confident he'll play week three. So hopefully that's the case. Um, he says it's nothing. It's, it was a knee injury and he said he's not dealing with any tears or anything significant with his knee. Um, so that seems to be, uh, like Brian avoided a, a catastrophe on that one. So James Conner, if we are to believe what he says, he will be good to go for week three. Um, I'll tell you what Brian has to do, though. He's got to get Tyreek Hill in his IR spot and pick up another wide receiver. Um, but yeah, oh, David Montgomery uh, looked better. They used him more. Uh, got a touchdown. That's encouraging for Brian. Marlon Mack crashed back down to earth with only 730. Um I'll tell you one thing. Jamison Crowder is... It's really unfortunate that Sam Darnold has mono. And it's very funny that Sam Darnold has mono. Because what an absurd thing for an NFL quarterback to miss multiple weeks with. People are... I mean, they don't know how how long he's going to be out for. Like, it yeah, could, no, could it's, be out it's, for like five weeks or something crazy like that. It is... It's quite funny. I I mean, I've never, I've never point seen... Point being, in relation to Brian's team, that's bad for Jamison Crowder. Uh, oh, yeah. Especially because yeah. Trevor Simeon went down. The Jets' backup quarterback went down tonight. So who played? I don't even know his name. Something Falk? Yep. Yep. That's all. I all, I only know his last name as well. So <laughs> He's the third-string quarterback for New York. I'm going to give myself a pass on not knowing yeah. who he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, not good. And Mosinu only getting 360. He's clearly, you know, maybe the fourth option on that Falcons offense in terms of passing options for Matt Ryan. So it's not great for Brian's wide receivers, but hopefully James Conner is healthy, in which case he's pretty solid at the running back position. I think Marlon Mack just had a down week. Tennessee's got a pretty solid defense there. Uh, yeah. To your point, Brian just needs to better utilize his bench currently. Put Tyreek Hill in the IR spot. Drop one of the quarterbacks. That's always my perspective, but I know that's just me. Do you. And drop a defense. And you get some running back and wide receiver depth on your bench for the love of God. Yeah, I'm uh, the two defenses and two quarterbacks. That's a choice. Um, I don't foresee him dropping either Wilson or Rodgers anytime soon, but... Uh, yeah, he should be able to drop a defense pretty easily and get some uh, get some depth. Um, all right, moving on to the fourth place team, who had a very nice bounce back week. I am, of course, talking about Golf Golf Pass taking down one hundred percent Patrick fourteen thousand one hundred eighty two to eleven thousand and sixty. This one. What I remember was never that close. Maybe it was during the early games, but um, you pulled away pretty pretty heftily uh, towards the end of Sunday. And uh, what a nice week and a nice feeling it must be for you. I'll go into your team real quick, and then I'll let you add any comments. Then we can talk about Justin's. But <clears throat> you had a really nice bounce back week. There's some really, really encouraging things going on with your team. The only discouraging thing so far, I would say, is Joe Mixon. Um, but he went down with an injury, was probably limited in the game this week, only 420 points. Uh, let's see what he looks like next week, hopefully with a full week of rest. As long as he didn't suffer a setback in the game, he will be operating at closer to 100% next week, and you can really get a gauge of, of how good he's going to be because um, 
outside of that, you had your team was lights out. You get 1,900 from Jared Goff. Nice bounce back week for him. 1,380 from Keenan Allen. 1,230 for T.Y. Hilton. Then 1,310 for Tyrell Williams. And uh, I got to say, dude, with Antonio Brown gone, that Tyrell Williams pick is going to be one of the best picks, you know, one, one of the most, uh, I guess, greatest value picks from our draft. I mean, what round did you get him in? And he's going to be... Probably a wide light. receiver, wide receiver two on the year. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was, it was real. Light. It was double digits, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. It was after the eleventh round. Um, but yeah, so with that, those three wide receivers should be awesome for you most of the season. Saquon Barkley is going to be Saquon Barkley, twenty one hundred, just an average day for him. And then one of the biggest developments for you is Mark Andrews. Um, Eight receptions, 112 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Um, Mark Andrews, through two weeks of all tight ends in the league, has the highest target share of, of passes on his team. So, uh, Which just means that he's getting the ball thrown to him a lot. And Lamar Jackson seems to love him. And uh, Lamar Jackson's been really good. So uh, no, literally no concerns for me. For your team, how are you feeling? <laughs> That's a really, honestly, a really apt analysis. I think of my team. Zero <laughs> concerns. I think is the way to summarize it. Um, um, I mean, come on, Joe Mixon. You've never liked him, so you got to be happy that he's crippling. What are your thoughts on Robbie Anderson? Because I don't know what to do with Robbie Anderson, and I need your advice. I mean, four catches, 81 yards. He's the number one guy there. And, uh, I mean, uh, assuming, I mean, how long could Darnold be out for? Is he really going to be out like another month? Like Apparently, he really could be out another month. Are, are you happy? I mean, you... Is Robbie, like, who do you start? Robbie Anderson or... Ronald Jones the second. <laughs> well, Jack, when I'm deciding between Ronald Jones the second and anyone, <laughs> I'm playing Ronald Jones the second. All right, um, that's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Justin felt the same way. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about the decision Justin made to start Ronald Jones the second this week in his flex spot in the Thursday night game. I'll say thank God it didn't affect anything. I mean, thank God it didn't cause him to lose. He's got Emmanuel Sanders sitting on his bench with 23-30, and he played Ronald Jones, who got 90. And Emmanuel Sanders was great last week. So the decision to bench him over not one but two people in Ronald Jones and A.J. Brown, it's, I mean, that's a total, that's a BB move right there. I... I don't know what got into his head about Ronald Jones being the play uh, on the road on Thursday night uh, with no concrete workload or any indication that he was going to be able to have a great week. So that was an interesting decision, to say the least. I hope moving forward, Emmanuel Sanders is in his starting lineup until... Emmanuel Sanders is a stud. He is a locked and loaded, in your lineup every week, don't ask questions. Yep, until something, until further notice, yeah, because he is, he's Joe Flacco's guy. They clearly have a, a nice connection going between the two of them, and he is just... We, do you remember he tore his Achilles last year? He's like 32, he doesn't 33. Remember. He tore his Achilles. He, and he clearly forgot because he looks better Why than ever. Why are you talking about it? He forgot. He's he's ridiculous. He's an animal. Justin Tucker, I mean, the man performs. 1,500. Solid. Opposite my kicker, Will Lutz. Solid. Just two really respectable kicker performances. Super glad kickers are on our teams because... A lot of thought goes into picking them, and they're really important and completely predictable. So glad we have them. Um, I don't know. Justin's team, it worries me a little bit. The wide receiver depth, the running back powerhouse names. I mean, he, I don't know. 
his wide receivers, he's got Galladay and Sanders. That's a good one-two punch. Yeah. Jeffrey can't seem to stay healthy. A.J. Brown, I don't think, is a reliable option. Uh, and then at let, the running know, let's, back... Let's, let's see what, what Jeffrey, you know, what they say about Jeffrey and... Because if Jeffrey can stay healthy, he was pretty. He was pretty healthy last year. Like that's a Fine. that's a good that's a good wide receiving core. Let's give him Fine. that. Fine. Running back though, I'm scared to death. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I'm scared to death about his running back situation right now. His running back situation is grim right now. Grim. Grim. I mean, he. I don't know how else to phrase this. Doesn't have a running back too. And his running and, back one, and his is running back one real is looking right real sketchy right now. <laughs> yeah. Devontae Freeman, yeah, is his running back one really uncertain about his season? And then Tariq Cohen is not even a running back one on his own team. He's a running back two. Yeah, I mean he's the he's the second option, but. I mean, he's good. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Tariq Cohen. He could blow up for some big weeks this season. But in terms of a consistent running back, too. That's not what you're getting out of Tariq Cohen. Not that's not what you're getting out of Tariq, Tariq Cohen. He's more of a flex guy, a boomer, boomer bust type. But Ronald Jones the second, Darren Sproles. Justin desperately needs a running back. He, he should look towards the waiver wire or even look toward the trading block. See if he can push one of those wide receivers off for uh, for a running back. See what he can do. Make some I'll tell magic you what, happen. dude, I'm going to gouge him for Pat Mahomes. He's going to I'm going to give him I'm going to give him Devin Singletary for Pat Mahomes straight up and he's going to do it. I don't and think I, he'll do that. <laughs> I am going to take Pat Mahomes off his hands. I uh, am I'm sure he wouldn't do that. The bright spot on Justin's team obviously is Patrick Mahomes because he is not of this world. He can't be stopped. 443 yards and a pass and four passing touchdowns. Um, got all four of his passing touchdowns in one quarter against the Raiders, and um, he's he's good. Patrick Mahomes is good, and it uh, it doesn't seem like the league has figured him out yet. So he's probably just going to have another monster season. So good for Justin, honestly. Uh, anything else you want to say about the teams? Justin is in dire need of some running back help, and you are looking ready for takeoff, honestly. It's not even – it's rude of you to have called it a bounce-back week. I got 13,000 last week. Um, I guess – I don't know. I just do this weird thing where uh, oh, I, cons- I, I consider it um, a down we week if I lose. But I guess you're not All really right, you're not is. really too concerned about there winning. There it is. There. It's a foreign, foreign concept to you. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Next matchup we'll talk about is going to be Kyle's. Kyle's versus Scott's. Um, a real barn burner here. Um, more than a Thielen, which I still despise Kyle, will continue to despise Kyle for the team name. Um, yeah. Would have been an awesome, awesome, awesome name. For your team last year. After we gave you some flack about your team only being Adam Thielen, you should have then changed your team name to more than a Thielen because that would have made sense. Now as I go through your roster, hmm, nope, Adam Thielen's still not on your team, bud. Uh, So your name makes no sense, okay? So either change it or I'm kicking you out of the league. (laughs) And that's final sorry it had to come to this royal degrees (laughs) with sir tommy no he can keep his team name the same if he wants to i just need him to know that it's stupid okay i'm done and i'm I'm out of protest i'm not going to talk about his team at all so if you would like to you can or we can just skip it i mean honestly Uh, honestly out of protest to scott's team i would like to skip his team okay Okay. all right you can just move on to the next matchup Cool. No, I mean, this was a snore. <laughs> this was a snore of a matchup here. Julio Jones was killer on Kyle's team. Austin Eckler is a beast and will continue to be a beast as long as Melvin Gordon's out. Kyle's got Melvin Gordon on the bench, so seems like Kyle will be pretty set as long as those uh, those two guys 
don't both get injured, and then it's off to Justin Jackson. Here's the thing. Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be a huge downgrade for Kyle because Ben Roethlisberger is out for this season over on Scott's team. Only got 300 points, but looking long-term, it's going to hurt Juju Smith-Schuster's value that Big Ben isn't out there a ton. Juju only getting 1,000 this week. Was expecting him to have a monster season. Uh, Definitely disappointing for Kyle's team. I don't know what your thoughts are. Am I overreacting? Do you think Juju will be fine? Or he'll, well, here's the th- you know. Yeah, well, know. here's the thing. I think Juju will be fine. But that's not what you draft Juju um, in the second round for. Um, no, yeah, I think you're I think you're spot on. I'm, I'd am i be very disappointed. If I, if I was a Juju Smith-Schuster owner, if I had him on my fantasy team, I would not be very confident in him. Uh right now because it just yeah it's it's inevitable he is not like he was due for a big season with Ben Roethlisberger he's not going to be that you hope he can be a consistent wide receiver too for Kyle still um you know it's he had the potential to be I mean let's be honest he had the potential to be a top 10 wide receiver maybe top five if things got super crazy in Pittsburgh but now that that ceiling is gone his ceiling is absolutely obliterated, and uh, you, you just have hope. no respect for Mason Rudolph. Honestly, Mason Rudolph looked really good and looked better than Ben Roethlisberger, but the backup quarterback is not going to throw to Juju Smith-Schuster as much as Ben Roethlisberger was going to throw to Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, in fact, he threw he threw more to uh, Vance McDonald than he did to Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, that might be a blessing for Scott. He picks up Vance McDonald off the waiver wire, and he puts up nineteen thirty. And maybe now uh, Mason Rudolph likes his old uh, big security blanket underneath um, more than Ben Roethlisberger does. So that's something to look at. Look at for Scott. Um, him, Scott losing Ben Roethlisberger. That's fine. I'm like that's that's not considered a bad luck for Scott. He's got Kyler Murray. He shouldn't even be rostering Ben Roethlisberger. So. Um, not a problem there, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it should be, he should be fine. Like you said, he should be fine. Juju Smith-Schuster, but sucks for Kyle really does. Um, Austin Eckler's the number one running back over two weeks. Obviously that makes sense. Um, puts up another 2000 this week. Um, so he's looked amazing and, uh, right now is gotta be the pick of the draft. Austin Eckler, I think Kyle got him. Sixth or seventh round, um, and yeah, has been lights out. Nice bounce back week for Sony Michelle for Kyle. That makes him feel better about that pick. Um, Austin Hooper, it's kind of what you can expect from Austin Hooper. I'm not sure. You know, I don't like Austin Hooper. I wouldn't want him as my tight end, but um, you know, he's a guy. He's a tight end. He gets some points. He's a guy. <laughs> He plays. He plays football uh, on an offense, and he is eligible under the tight end position. So yeah, I mean, you can pick him up and put him in. So clearly, he's doing something right. Far be it for me to tell you not to play an eligible tight end in your tight end spot. Um, I'd have I'd have to be crazy to say. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. Kyle's team is good, though. I mean, Kyle's team is solid, pretty much from. From top to bottom, his team looks really solid right now. Is, is John Ross going to be good, dude? Like, actually? No, but... That's good. That's a good two weeks to start the season. Julio Jones and Amari Cooper are really solid, and Juju Smith-Schuster is still going to be solid, even though he won't be amazing. And John Ross, the third, for him to be your wide receiver, five. I mean, Kyle's also got Jarvis Landry in his flex. I don't know. It's uh, Kyle's team... Kyle's team is scary right now. There's few teams I'd rather have than Kyle's team. Sure. Well, if Austin Eckler is going to be a top, a top five uh, running back rest of the season, um, Kyle is going to be just fine. That's for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, so some bad news for Scott is Alvin Kamara. What is Alvin Kamara now without Drew Brees? Because... I don't think he's a top five running back without Drew Brees. Am I crazy? 
I mean, like, is Alvin Kamara going to get near the same pass work with Teddy Bridgewater? Like, the, you know what? I, I just, I don't know what to expect. I feel like Alvin Kamara's ceiling is is much less with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, the offense can't hum nearly as well without Drew Brees, right? I mean, you got to expect a dip in production as a whole offensively, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't. I just don't know. It's so hard to predict to what degree, but I think, I mean, without a doubt, Camara, Camara's stock has to drop. I agree with you. It probably takes him out of top five conversation, moves him into the top 10, top 15 conversation. I mean, there's some weeks with Bridgewater at the helm that the the Saints offense might not get clicking and Camara could, I don't know. I mean, you, you saw this week for, I mean, the Rams are a good, good defense and it's tough when you're not planning. Now they have a full week to prepare and get Bridgewater integrated into the offense and stuff. So, you know, hopefully it'll go better next time. But gosh, it just, it's crazy how much injuries affect fantasy and not even just injuries to that specific player, but Big Ben going down, how much that's going to affect Juju Smith-Schuster. Drew Brees going down, how much that's going to affect Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Like, it's crazy. So much can change week week to week. It's just another reason why depth matters so much. You got to have guys on your bench that you're ready to plug in because you never know what can happen. It's fantasy football, baby. Yeah, there's certainly, uh, to your point, a, a definite domino effect. Even if your guy doesn't get injured, his his season can be changed drastically. Um, we will we will talk about. Uh, I've I've got one of those on my team already, and I'm not complaining about injury because it hasn't happened to anyone significant on my team yet but yeah just a player on the team goes down and it changes the entire rest of the team's fantasy outlook it's uh yeah it's a fickle game fantasy football um but we love it uh really good news for scott's team is chris godwin seems to be the number one option in bruce arians's new offense so um that's awesome He's had two great weeks for Scott when uh, really no one else on Tampa Bay has had good weeks. So um, it's looking like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are more of a 1A, 1B, or 1B, 1B than like a, a 1 and 2 option. So uh, that's great. Sammy Watkins, a bit of a down week. Everyone else kind of took all the touchdowns from him. Uh, but I'm not worried about Sammy Watkins for as long as he's healthy and Tyreek Hill is out. So he should... Uh, he should feast. He got 13 targets this week, so that's pretty good. Uh, Allen Robinson, decent week. I think he'll be he'll fluctuate right around that thousand points, and he'll have some down weeks, and hopefully he can get some touchdowns for Scott. Kerryon Johnson looked great, and Antonio Brown looked great. Um, so uh, even though Scott's 0-2, I think there's a lot of positive stuff to take away. Kyler Murray's been, I think, does he just play Kyler Murray now? I mean, Kyler Murray put up 1,600 against one of the best defenses in Baltimore, um, against Baltimore and in Baltimore. So um, do you just play Kyler Murray if you're Scott and then and forget about uh, matchups and just go with him? And then, or, or what, are you, what are you doing if you're Scott? I mean, you know me, I go matchup by matchup. So I look for the best quarterback option one week at a time. Next week, the Cardinals are playing the Panthers, so I don't know. I probably would hit the waiver wire. I think you can find a better option at the quarterback position. It depends with these injuries, though. Who knows? But, you know, for me, I'd rather have a guy like Josh Allen going against the Bengals in Week 3 than Kyler Murray going against the Panthers. All right, well, come on, do you want to be giving too much advice? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Sure. No, you're, you're right. You're right. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, waivers will be done with by the time this comes out. I'm just joshing your man. I would also rather play Josh Allen against... Um, I would rather play Josh Allen than Kyler Murray this next week, I think. Well, I don't know. Carolina's pretty bad. So Scott, Scott's bench is still currently three defend, uh, Denver players. Uh, he's got Denver's backfield and... Their wide receiver too. His bench is pretty use useless right now. Is he ever going to be able to play unless one of them gets injured 
is Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman just going to be like, you don't want to play either of them because you can't really predict what they're going to do? Or what does he have anything in them? Or I think in a good matchup, you can play Philip Lindsay, but, but yeah, I mean, cross his fingers. This is awful to say, but cross his fingers. Hope one of them goes down so that one of them gets the workload. You never want to see an injury though. Right. But, but definitely cross your fingers for one. Um, but you'd hate to see it, <laughs> but like, you should definitely be praying, but like, also don't ever do that. Cause we would never want to see someone get injured, but at the same time, it would help out your team a lot if one of them did get injured. So maybe hope for it, but honestly, you don't want someone to go down with an injury. So you'd never wish it upon someone, but seriously, that would be good for you. Okay. Um, Last matchup, last but certainly also definitely least. Should we go on to the last but definitely least? As matchup? they say, definitely and le- and and certainly least. Um. Okay, so Baker's chubby takes down the Hollywood Walruses, and uh, wow, ten out of ten gold stars for the Hollywood Walruses name. Um, We'll get to that in a minute, but yeah, Greg took me down, dude, and uh, he gets 11,850, I got 10,222, another bad week for me, Uh, Greg only wins because my team has performed like such trash, Uh, Greg's team isn't looking great, my team isn't looking great, where do you want to start? I want to start with you congratulating yourself on your own team name. (laughs) Um, oh, is that my, I forgot. You know what? That is my team name. That's really embarrassing. Um, but but uh, honestly, now that you brought it up, and it is um, it is Darren Waller's face photoshopped onto the body of a walrus. Now that you brought it up, yeah, I it is a good team name because his last name is Waller, and then I made it like a walrus, so it's like Wallerus. Um, and then Hollywood, of course, comes from my wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown. So. You know, it's like a it's like a twofold team name with my players. If you if you can follow the logic, the classic twofold team name. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm the Hollywood Walruses. Uh, Jake, I gotta be honest. I'm not feeling too down. I'm gonna have the number one waiver wire pick again, and uh, I'm looking forward to get another useful player on my team. Um, so this was strategic. It pretty much is. I'm I'm tanking until I have. <laughs> I think I'm gonna tank till I'm like zero and six. Get the first six waiver wire. That first risky, six weeks, wouldn't and then you just say? and then went out go seven and six. We into the playoffs. I, I'm not too worried about it. I've got faith in my team. All right. Well, let's start off with Greg, who gets a victorious. 11,850 point W. Bright spots, OBJ, 2,500 points, thanks largely to an 89-yard touchdown reception. Nick Chubb, 1,780, so thank you, Browns, 1,600. Browns had a good week, so that was really the bright spot of Greg's team. Elsewhere, not a whole lot of bright spots. Mike Williams and Mike Gallup, the Mike Twins with 980 each. Classic Mike Twins. Um, Duke Johnson with only 310. Jared Cook with 350. James White only with a grand. Minnesota's defense only with a grand. Just a pretty mediocre to way less than mediocre performance across the board outside of the Browns. But hey, a win's a win. Take it in stride. Wear it with pride, as they say. Tommy, you got to talk to me about your own team, man, because you're saying you're not too worried. But what are you feeling? What are you feeling good about? Um, I did real quick. Michael Gallup is out two to four weeks. Um, he was also injured, so that just adds on to the injury pile. Um, I'm not too worried, Jack, because the reason my team has been so bad is because. Cam Newton has been a pile of trash. Um, I could easily be two and zero if uh, I could easily two and zero if I had a really good quarterback. I would be two and zero, and if a couple other things break my way, I'd be two and zero. But 
Cam Newton, I'm not worried about anymore because I'm not even thinking about him anymore uh, because he's as good as <laughs> off my roster. Um, I traded Louis for Tom Brady, so I plan on plugging Tom Brady in, kicking Cam Newton to the curb. Anyone else that wants to pick him up, you could have fun with him. Uh, I'm sure he'll have some big weeks and maybe even starting as early as week three just to fuck with me, but... Excuse me. Wow. I don't know where that language came from, but... Uh, Family show. I think I Justin dub, dubbed that over. Come on, Justin. That's really inappropriate, Justin. Anyway, um, I'm not... I can't. I can't. I can't play... I just cannot play Cam Newton again. Right. I mean, I just can't. So, even if I, I think he's going to... I respect you know, that. You know what I mean? Mike Evans, I think it's just it's just got to be... In my mind... It's a matter of time before he takes off. He's been an amazing fantasy football player pretty much every single year of his career. So I'm not too concerned about him. Uh, Julian Edelman, not a great week from him. I'm not worried about him. Uh, I'm really excited about Marquise Brown. He got 13 targets, 8 catches, 86 yards. Um, he played a lot more snaps, was more involved in the offense. Um so he's got he's going to be one of Lamar Jackson's favorite targets, and he's got big play potential. So I like my wide receiving core. I still obviously love Christian McCaffrey. I'm sure you would not say anything against that. Um, Chris Carson, he was still featured. He fumbled. Uh, I thought he fumbled twice, but Yahoo's only got him registered for one fumble. Maybe that'll be a stat correction. But um, he looked good. But he did uh, he did cough up the ball, so I, I guess small concern that Pete Carroll puts him in the doghouse. Uh, he did a little bit throughout the game against Pittsburgh. He, he, he featured Rashad Penny a little more this last week because uh, Carson fumbled. But I like Carson as my RB2. Seattle's, as long as he stays healthy, Seattle's going to run the ball. So uh, Darren Waller, very, very, very excited about Darren Waller. Um, he has been heavily... Featured in Oakland's offense. He is a security blanket. Derek Carr does not like to throw the ball deep. Darren Waller is his underneath option. Um, I just think he's going to be a really safe tight end play for me. And hopefully he'll uh, he'll start to get some touchdowns in the mix as well. Devin Singletary looks great. Uh, he did. He's also, uh, he picked up a, a hamstring injury. So um, that's something to watch out for. But Devin Singletary, I think it's a matter of time before he gets more carries. Um, and then Miles Sanders uh, was is the is the running back that looks the best on the Eagles, and I think he's going to be featured more and more. So, yeah, my question to you is, what is there to be concerned about with my team? I mean, based on all the factual I mean, information I just you gave never, you, I'm not, you're I'm never not really like sure. a hamstring injury. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You, you presented a case that's impossible to argue against. <laughs> Your team's bulletproof. No, yeah, the, the Singletary hamstring thing is uh, is frustrating. I'd be worried about that. Yeah, and, for sure. He, I mean, D.D. Westbrook, you didn't mention him, but... Oh, that was... That's too bad, remember, man. I, I referenced... I said I wasn't going to complain about the injury thing because I haven't been affected, but yeah, Nick Foles going out the first half, like, I don't... Like my draft of D.D. Westbrook is a fish is like it's done, it's gone. I'm gonna, I, I can't play him. I'm gonna have to drop him, and I, you know, it just, yeah, that's it is what it is. So, for that to be the the worst thing that's happened to me so far is, uh, you know, I'm not gonna complain about it. So, but yeah, no, uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be dropping D.D. Westbrook for uh, for other higher upside options because. Yeah, Sean not... McCoy going down with an injury too. Yeah, you know, that's fine. Um, it's not ideal, obviously, but Sean McCoy is like, you know, break glass in case of emergency. Uh, I don't, you know, I never, unless you know, something becomes clear in the backfield or he emerges and, and Demi Williams gets injured, or you know, I'm not going to be playing with Sean McCoy. And if the injury's bad, I'll drop him. But um, I don't know. I, I still have. I've got confidence in the guys I drafted, and uh, you know, I just I think it's just a matter of time before my my team starts scoring. I think I've got the potential, and 
I don't need to be scoring a lot of points in the first few weeks. Uh, I've gotten off to hot starts before. Um, it's a smart. It's a smart tanking strategy. I mean, I'll give you that. I've been on the other end. I, I started off three and one a few years ago. I, I drafted. Um, it was Kareem Hunt's rookie year. Started off three and one. My team looked like they were going to be unstoppable, and then I lost like seven of the next eight weeks and missed the playoffs. So, um, point is. I'm trying not to overreact. I still believe in, in a lot of the guys I drafted, and I believe in the, the pickups I've made. So um, I think it's just a matter of time before I turn it around. Um, I guess all I wanted to touch on for Greg's team is uh, Jared Cook is another player that gets affected by the Drew Brees injury. And then I don't think that Duke Johnson is playable. For the time being, I mean, Jacksonville's a good team, uh, but yeah, Carlos Hyde got a lot of work, and Duke Johnson did not get any work in the passing game and only got 31 rush yards. So um, I know it was a pick you liked from Greg's, but um, yeah, with with with, and then he's got James White and Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis isn't playable. Uh, Justice Hill isn't playable. Uh, Justice Hill, I think, is a definitely a guy you can hang on to if you're Greg, but Deion Lewis might be droppable. Um, and then Greg doesn't really have a lot of uh, running back depth, and I don't really like his tight end the rest of the season at all. So um, I'm a little worried about Greg's team considering that his success rides on the Cleveland Browns, but we knew that starting the season. So, um, But yeah, a little worried about Greg's team. Live and die with the dog pound. Absolutely. We touched on all the matchups, right? No one has yes, been, sir, we no did. one has been forgotten. No one has been shorted. Crazy week too, man. I mean pretty uneventful week in our league in terms of tight matchups, but solid bounce backs, solid continues about continued bounce of strengths what you had a good what? week last week. Don't call it a bounce back week. Your week I, was good did you hear, last you week. You cut me off in the middle of saying <laughs> Bounce backs or continued bouts of strength. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you. I was just you're making me a little nervous, dude. I don't. I wouldn't call it a bounce back week for you. I would never it's call not. it. It's not. It was back a. Con- <laughs> it was a continued bout of strength. Very very cool. Uh, now is the perfect time to let everyone know that I am recording from Renton, Washington. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Fantasy Football Podcast. I am recording from Renton, Washington, uh, just outside of Seattle, staying with a couple huge fans of the podcast, Frank and Colleen. Now, when Frank and Colleen heard, Jack, that I was touring the U.S. Um, and we were, we were taking this podcast uh, across the country, they were so excited and offered up immediately for me to stay at their place for as long as I was in the Seattle area. Um Wow. So yeah, and I the honestly, Jack, the outreach from our fans in general, I've got a relatively, I mean, pretty much everywhere I could want to go, I've got I've got a fan in that city who has offered their bed to me. Um, so just yeah, people are just excited. They wanna they wanna get in on the action, and uh, so yeah, they're. Anyway, it's, it's just been, crazy, it's, dude. It's You're taking great. the whole podcast around the country, and yeah, thank you to our fans. Seriously, I I know Tommy just said it, but on behalf of the whole team, thank you for your hospitality. As we as Tommy has spearheaded this tour, uh, everyone behind the scenes, um, you know who you are. Just thank you, and wow, Tommy, where are you headed next, or do you want to keep it a secret? I know you've been having trouble with getting permits and regulations and people you know crowding around your meeting spots and things like that so where are you headed next what can you tell us about the national tour (laughs) what i can tell you jack is that uh for next week's episode i will not be in the seattle area most likely uh if all goes according to plan all right ladies and gentlemen he is on the move somewhere in either Southern Oregon or probably Northern California. Um, I will hit up our followers. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, TJLet underscore underscore. 
and I will be giving out more information there um, once I know what my exact whereabouts will be. Guys, stay safe, okay? Don't get crazy trying to get to my location, okay? I don't want anyone, you know, pulling an all-nighter and driving. Please, everybody, we appreciate your support, but please stay safe. Yeah, that's really what's most important to us. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'll be on the move. Um, probably we'll do, be doing some more car recording um, for next well, week. in the audio tour bus, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you know. Car audio tour. Oh, like that. Yeah, that's what we call it in the biz. Oh, car. You know, some classic <laughs> car recording. It's like Jerry Seinfeld, comedians in cars getting coffee. It's not like they're just in a car. Like there's a film crew there. Right. Um. All right. So not sponsored. So yeah, great week, great episode, great travels, Tommy. Thanks again for doing that. Really exciting. Please email in, tweet us, DM us, call us, text us. If you want to reach us when you want to beep us, it's okay. Tommy, any last words? Otherwise, I will sing us out. Yeah, just in case anyone's looking uh, looking ahead to next week, some notable matchups. I'm against Anna. Uh, going, oh, I'm 0-2, so very important for me to get on the, the win column. And then Scott has to go up against Louis' juggernaut of a team, and Scott is also 0-2. So uh, two of us uh, are looking for, for wins in a major way. And then uh, we got some Titans going up against each other. Two 2-1-0 teams, the Titanic Tierneys facing Turd Ferguson, uh, the battle of the undefeated. So one of them will go down. And, uh, yeah, it should be a wild week three. Um, can't wait to, to get into the uh, the details next week's with you. And, uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and, uh, and send these people on their merry way. Have a Titanic week, everybody. See you next time. Join us. Let's talk fantasy football.